0: my guest is Sarah Garafalo. Sarah is a certified intuitive health and life coach and a certified Ayurveda counselor. How are you doing today, Sarah?
1: I am fantastic. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for making the time to be here today and taking the time to be here and share a little bit about your story and your journey. I appreciate you.
1: Oh, I appreciate you.
0: So as mentioned, you are an intuitive health and life coach, a certified Ayurveda counselor. How long have you been a certified intuitive health and life coach?
1: I have been a certified intuitive health and life coach for the past seven years.
0: And so what inspired your journey into the world of coaching? Did this journey begin with your own personal struggles?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's the life experience brought me to becoming who I am today.
0: Would you mind sharing a little bit with us about your personal struggles?
1: Uh, no, not at all. I would love to talk about this because I think so many women and young women have some, I'd say, issues with the body, And not maybe all of them, but that's what happened to me. And I started very young. I started when I was 16 years old to have bulimia. And this eating disorder spiraled into, I would say, like years of dieting because then my mom took me to a dietitian and I was very determined at the time but it kind of damaged my relationship with food over the years and instead of finding self-love and acceptance I realized that I was chasing self-hate and restriction and and starving my body and actually it all spiraled into a poor body image during those years.
0: And so How did you climb out of that? Like, who did you have to help you through that? And how did you get through that? What led to you saying, I guess, what was the breaking point for you to say, okay, enough, I've got to stop this and start taking care of myself?
1: I think the breaking point was when I was 18 years old and from being 15 pounds overweight and having this eating disorder, I went the other direction and towards anorexia and I looked and myself in the mirror and I didn't like what I saw. I was like, I thought that reaching this weight would make me happier. And I look so unhappy. I'm frustrated and I hate myself. And I realized then that I needed to find healing and myself. So I promised myself that I needed to to travel, which was my dream since I was a kid, right. to to find my own self, my own sense of like belonging.
0: Wow. Yeah. And so that was the start of your healing journey.
1: Yes, because, you know, especially for Italians, I mean, for any culture, the Italian culture is very strong, right? Right. So we have a lot of like cultural background and way of doing things, way of saying things. So everybody is very blunt over here and they (laughs) they talk and they... I wouldn't say judge, but they don't have a problem sharing their their thoughts. Right. And I realized then that I needed to find my own beliefs, my own thought, because I had become who they wanted me to become. Right. And that's right. when I started my healing journey.
0: And so how hard was that then for you if that's the if that's the resistance you were facing and the things you had to deal with, as well as start to work on yourself and get yourself better. How was that? How was that battle for you?
1: It was a, a very hard battle because there was the love for family and friends and community over here, but I didn't feel understood. So I felt like I needed to leave to find myself, and that was incredibly hard because it wasn't a healthy decision to journey, you know, for for a purpose of like traveling. It was, I need to get away to find myself. And I I did eventually. And I found self-love and and a lot of healing, but it was very hard because it wasn't understood at the time by my family.
0: I can't even imagine because... First of all, you're dealing with your own things, your own struggle within, and then also on top of that, having to deal with the family on you about this type of thing. I can't even imagine how tough that must have been.
1: It was very tough. Yeah, I had to go kind of against what people do over here. I was the first, I would say, like pioneer, very young to jump on a plane and go across the ocean by myself and everybody was like you're either crazy or we don't know like we don't even know who you are or what you're doing and it was definitely hard to go against all of that it required strength
0: yeah for sure and so how then would you say these experiences have helped shape the Sarah you are today both personally and professionally in your work that you do
1: I mean if I would go back I would redo it the same way. I wouldn't change anything because what I went through with the food, with my family helped me to discover that my relationship with food was just a reflection of myself and what I was struggling with, with my own family, but I was just dumping it onto the food or coping with food or controlling food. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I started healing not only like with a different diet and gut health, but I started healing, like doing inner child work. Then, I mean, that's the journey.
0: Yeah, that's what I
1: teach women.
0: So when did you realize that you had the gift of being an intuitive? And did you struggle? with that at all, to understand and realize the gifts you had? And was it easy for you to embrace that personally?
1: That's a great question. Because since I can remember since I was a child, I knew that I could feel, see, sense things. But it was always not nourished. This gift that I had was never nourished. And so I ended up not listening to it. But if you look at the journey that I took, even traveling, There is no linear path. It was all based upon what I could hear. Like I heard a voice saying, you've got to go to Tennessee. Bam, I went to Tennessee. Then I heard a voice saying, go to Australia. And I went to Australia. All my decisions were based upon my intuition and they don't make sense if you look at them, but they created the journey and the steps that I needed to go through in order to heal. So I struggled to embrace that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But now I am so grateful that I am this way.
0: I've also heard many people say that we as humans have all the tools we need within us to help in healing ourselves. Is that something that you believe in and stand by, would you say?
1: Absolutely. And that's what I love to empower women with is their intuition, their their connection, because they know better than me what their body means. That's the power. Yes.
0: And so when did you really embrace your gift and decide to start using it to help people?
1: This happened after my high conflict divorce. So three years ago, I had an awakening of my spiritual gift more than what I've ever experienced. And now I can see clearly what's going on in the body or have, I would say, like more of a clairvoyant gift. But it's very, very strong compared to when I was a kid.
0: And so what type of person or client is your ideal client like what things do you look for in a potential client before deciding to work with them
1: I would say the most important things even though maybe they are not that spiritual but they're open to the mind-body connection they're open to learning about chakras they're open to learning about the food has energy the energies of the universe so I would say they are are willing to do whatever it takes to heal. And they know that there is something more. And that's really what I need. It's the attitude and the commitment to heal and do what it takes to reach their goals, whether that's healing their relationship with food or healing emotionally. So that's what I look for.
0: They have to be willing to put in the work.
1: Yeah. I think that's important. I understand straight away when someone sits and feels comfortable in their pain and has no intention to move forward. So I look for those who want to move forward.
0: And so for those who might not know, what is an Ayurveda counselor and how long have you been doing this work as a counselor?
1: So an Ayurveda counselor is someone who is certified in Ayurvedic medicine. And for those who don't know what Ayurveda is, is it's one of, if not the most ancient healing science on earth originated in India more than 5,000 years ago. It helps to bring balance with a healthy diet, healthy lifestyle to the individual. It is a healing science to, to find balance in life with who you are, your mind, body constitution, and the energies of the food and the lifestyle tips so we look at all of this as an ayurvedic counselor or practitioner and i discovered that when i was 19 years old and i started studying that when i was 20. Okay. so i've been practicing it for the past 10 years i would say on me and on Mm -hmm. others
0: so what is it that sets you and the work you do apart from other counselors and coaches why would they choose to work with you over someone else
1: I treat the whole person. I don't separate the nutrition from their emotions or spiritual path. So when they come in and decide to work with me, they know that I'm going to connect all the dots for them and get to the root cause of the digestive issues they're facing or the weight gain or any potential struggles they're they're facing. Because I treat them as a person, as an individual, and not like a number. And that's very important to me. And I think for them too, to be seen.
0: Absolutely. That would be a very important part of a client, counselor, or coach relationship, 100%.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have had experiences where I felt like there were too many people or I wasn't seen with all of my, whether it's sensitivity or gifts or whatever. And I want to make sure that the client feels they have the attention they need Right. because they need to heal. They've never had it. So that's very important in this journey.
0: For sure. I mean, really, when you think about it, that's all we really want as human beings is to be seen and to be heard.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's the first step.
0: (laughs) In your opinion, Sarah, what is the most important quality or skill set in someone who is a counselor and or a coach?
1: I really believe the most important skill is to fully listen. When I say listen is not just what she or he is saying, but the way they're conveying their story or that part of the journey is to feel, hear, see them. So I provide that for the clients and then I rephrase them. So to make sure that they, their stories reflected back to them and they are on the same page. So listening, so important. It brings you back to the present moment.
0: Yeah, for sure. What lights you up or inspires you the most about the work that you do?
1: To see little miracles every day. I can't even describe the joy that I feel whenever they come in feeling exhausted, almost done, ready to give up. They haven't found what works or works. And throughout the journey, they discover themselves and they start to love themselves finally and connecting with their body and their intuition, their emotions, And it's so beautiful at the end of the journey to see how much they've transformed. And I'm there to witness all of that.
0: That is incredibly powerful. Being able to witness that transformation in another human being, it is unbelievable.
1: It is. It's so magical.
0: So on the other side of that, what would you say is one of the most challenging parts about the work that you do?
1: I would say it's facing or helping them to face their own mindset and breaking down their old limiting beliefs. Some people more than others have a very strong mindset, but in order to change and transform, we have to break that down. And that's the one, I would say like, thing or struggle that I face the most is to help them to trust that on the other side it's all good if they let go of that limiting belief or beliefs.
0: I guess it also is a really big help, the fact that you have been through something similar yourself and are drawing from your own personal experiences as well and that's got to help the clients to feel a little bit more comfortable too, I would think.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's very important. Thank you for, for saying that because I remember investing or going to a dietitian, but she couldn't understand me. She couldn't feel me. Right. Right. She didn't go through the same things. And so that's a great point, actually, because I know what they're feeling. I yeah. know what they're facing. I've been there. And so I'm able to show them that there is the other side.
0: Because you've come through it successfully. And I mean, not without your struggles, albeit, but I mean, comparatively speaking, as you mentioned, the dietitian, these people, unless they've experienced that same kind of thing, they're only reading about case studies and whatnot in textbooks. They're not dealing with it as having gone through it like you did, which Absolutely. makes a huge difference for your clients.
1: It does make a huge difference. Yeah to empathize with the client.
0: So do you only work with women in your coaching business? And if so, why did you decide to focus your energy and business on helping to empower women through coaching? And why is this so personally important to you?
1: I love working with women. Obviously, I feel them more and they are so powerful. And I don't think from history, right? If you look at history, how women have been treated, I really am here to show them how powerful we are as a a species, you know, as a being on this planet, because we do so many things, but I feel like we've been minimized throughout the years or taken for granted. And I'm here to show them that they are such a powerful being and they're worthy of everything that's happiness and abundance and love. And I just love women.
0: (laughs) The connection
1: that we have. Yeah. Like it's sisterhood.
0: Now, did you set out from the start of your business to work specifically only with women? Was that something that you started out and you knew that's all you were going to do?
1: I was open, but the universe sent me women. So I took that as a sign.
0: That makes sense. Sarah, what do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful?
1: I would say my unique superpower is being intuitive and reading through or beyond the the words they're using and Mm looking looking into and through the body and seeing their blockages and providing the client with that information because they don't even know. So they come to me for that reason. Right. And so I would want someone like that. I would want to, to have a coach like that. And I do invest in people that are very intuitive. And I think that's a skill. It's one of my strengths.
0: So speaking of success, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you?
1: For me, success is living your purpose. I mean, I'm not tied to money. I mean, money is great. It's energy, it's abundance. But success is living the, what I'm here to do, my purpose, my dharma.
0: What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it?
1: The most important things that I've learned. Honestly, I came here to discover deep self-love and self-love connecting with my body, my intuition, feeling powerful as a woman, as well as becoming my most authentic self, which means to let go of old limiting beliefs or the judgment of others and to not go against people, but just to shine as your own being. For me, that's what I've learned to do. And that has brought me not just the business side of things, but the abundance, my my life of abundance that I'm leaving today. And my life was so different before. Like yeah. you asked me that question. And if I look at pictures or read, if I read now my diaries, my journals, they are so different because I wasn't connected. I wasn't seeing myself i wasn't loving myself i wasn't listening to myself and now life is so much more not beautiful but just magical empowered i feel empowered now i feel like full of light
0: that's beautiful that shift is beautiful what's an unexpected blessing or occurrence in your life that you're grateful for
1: i'm always grateful of my children I mean, Mm -hmm. they are the life force of what I do. Like when I had my high conflict divorce and, you know, I was honestly physically, emotionally, spiritually broken at that point. But because I had two young children that needed me the most and needed the strongest version of myself, I think that's for me, it's always a blessing. And everything I do, all of my strength come because I'm here to show my daughter what a strong woman is. I'm here to show my son, what it means to speak up, speak your truth and treat women nicely. I'm here to empower them. So I would say they are my blessing.
0: I love it. What would you say is one of your biggest failures or let's call them life lessons or teachable moments? And what did you learn from it?
1: Well, that's an important question. I would say <laughs> my biggest failure has been to not listen to my intuition when I entered this relationship, which turned out to be abusive. And I had to do a lot of work to forgive myself mm-hmm. because that was my biggest failure. But looking back, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be the person who I am today. Because I went very deep into a dark place, but I came back awakened, like literally. All of our
0: experiences shape who we are.
1: Yeah, I shook everything, foundations to energy. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me.
0: Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why, Sarah?
1: The biggest impact? I would say, yeah, the biggest impact has been through my current best friend, which I found in America when everything was going down because she showed me what it means to be there for someone. She showed me what a healthy relationship looked like. She showed me support. She showed me everything that I needed to feel in that moment. And she still supports me in my energy journey because that's all we talk about. And I mean, our conversations are very awakening all the time. So she has an important role in my life.
0: That's so important and so beautiful when you find a friend like that, who is that supportive and is there for you through your journey. It's so important.
1: It is. And all I needed was just one person. And I tell women all the time, you don't need 10. Yeah. I only had her cheering me up every single day during that dark time of my life. And literally, it helped me to get out of the darkness. So it's so important. To have Absolutely. that one person.
0: For sure. Sarah, what is your personal motto?
1: My motto is to go beyond fears because when you do, you'll find freedom.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, I worked through a lot of fear and limiting beliefs and I was so scared. But after that, when you do that work, my God, life is amazing.
0: <laughs> when you shifts. come out the other side, yeah.
1: I see. <laughs> It takes
0: a lot of work though. It takes a lot. And that's, I think that's part of the problem is that people are scared to because that takes a lot of internal work. You have to look inside and a lot of people don't like what they see inside. So they don't want to put in the work.
1: Absolutely. I think that's one of the main block that we have as human beings. We don't want to look at what we created or who we turned out to be. Yeah,
0: you're right. Well, kudos to you for doing that work and coming out the other side.
1: Thank you so much. It's been a, a roller coaster, but oh, beautiful, sure. beautiful ride.
0: What is the most recent investment you've made in
1: yourself, Sarah? The most recent investment has been hiring my current coach and publicist to help me write my recipe book that talks mm-hmm. about my my journey with food. And they're both amazing. And the coach that I have today is an amazing, intuitive business coach. That cheers me up every day. So it's been amazing. That's my support system.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about that book?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm currently writing this health cookbook. It's a recipe book mm-hmm. that encompasses all of the recipes, not only from my Italian culture, but what I've learned from Ayurveda and also what I've learned in California, because in California, There are so many great supplements like maca powder and spirulina and matcha and all of those beautiful things, superfoods that I now use daily. And it's a blend of the old and the new, and from the very strong root of Italian and India, because Ayurveda is from India. How they both have helped me to have a great relationship with food, and also to taste yummy food. Because some people think that when they're on that diet, they have to eat a certain way. And I want to make sure that the message, because there there's going to be a preface, you know, yeah. introduction to yeah. the recipes that they get to read more than, it's more than just a diet. This this has been my journey. This is what you need to do. And I hope to inspire women and bringing them into more of a conscious place.
0: And when is the book supposed to be coming out? At the end of the year. End of the year? Okay. No,
1: I don't don't have a specific date, but I'm going to set some dates when I get back from my current Italy trip.
0: (laughs) Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. That's exciting.
1: It is exciting. Yes. Thank you.
0: So we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions is just be two, three, four word answer type thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. What was your dream job as a child?
1: To be a doctor.
0: How would you describe yourself in one word? A healer. What's the first thing you notice about a person?
1: Their energy.
0: If you were writing your autobiography, what would the title be?
1: An intuitive woman.
0: If you could teach the world one thing, what would that one thing be?
1: Healing, how to heal yourself.
0: What's one thing you want, but cannot buy with money?
1: Love that person, my divine life partner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Sarah, what is your why?
1: My why is... To help women to realize that they can become the most authentic and powerful and empowered version of themselves. And that there is a way to do that. And I do that because I have come out successfully from a dark place and I'm in the light right now.
0: I love that. That's powerful and so beautiful. What does the word empowerment mean to you?
1: To be empowered means to fully know and embody your own strength energetically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, energetically.
0: If you had the opportunity to sit down and have a one-hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why?
1: And that could be anyone?
0: Yep, any woman. A
1: specific person?
0: Any woman in the world, anyone you choose.
1: I, My dream and the conversation I want to have is to have a conversation with Oprah and to share my message and uh, this mind-body-soul connection that we all have and the power to heal ourselves.
0: Oprah is a very popular choice. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. She has built herself up and come from incredible, like her inner strength with what she's been through and what she's managed to make of herself is just unbelievable.
1: It is unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Sarah, what does the best version of you look like when you close your eyes and imagine it?
1: I mean, honestly, I'm uh, almost there and the best version of me is to be completely at peace with the areas of my life so when i close my eyes i see myself and my kids and a partner to and we share a beautiful life there is abundance which is material but also spiritual and emotional and amazing food on the table and I'm living my purpose so that honestly what it means to have that and
0: yeah yeah if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice what would that piece of advice be
1: it would be to choose someone like a guide whether that's a coach or a doctor or a dietitian that has gone through my ex- own experiences and struggles.
0: Lastly, Sarah, if you were to deliver your last thirty-second speech to the world, like your corner of the world, your tribe, your people, what would that last thirty seconds sound like? Like what would what would you say? What words of wisdom would you impart?
1: I would say that you don't need a diet. You don't need another weight loss program. You need a mind-body soul transformation because you're not a computer, your body is a beautiful design, and you deserve to be connected and to find your own sense of balance, whatever that means for you, and empowerment, and that it's totally possible to feel happy, abundant, energized, beautiful, loved to achieve this in this lifestyle in this lifetime. So it is totally possible.
0: Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to be here and making the time to, to be with me today and have this conversation. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And your journey, you are so inspiring. So thank you so much for taking the time to share that. I am so honored to have you as a member of the Empowerography community. So thank you. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you, Brad. that has been amazing. And I appreciate you so much for what you do for women.
0: Thank you. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Sarah Garofalo. She is a certified intuitive health and life coach and a certified Ayurveda counselor. Thank you so much, Sarah. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you.